listening to the Apollo Podcast Network. I feel like I fit I fit right in, you know what I'm saying, with my defense, my versatility, with me being able to play the five, me being able to play the four. Overall, playing hard and just my, my, my will to win will. No, that's a fact. That's a fact. We got yeah, a lot of young talent, um, a lot of guys that's wanting to be a great team. We all got the mentality to do it, so yeah, it's going to happen sooner than later. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. What is going on, everyone? You are listening to the Summit State of Mind, the podcast of Dream Shakes and Step Backs and everything Houston Rockets presented to you by the Apollo Podcast Network. I am your host, your commissioner, Kenny, and with me, as always, is my brother, my tag team partner, the GM, Justin. Follow all of us on all social media platforms at JP underscore Mirabueno at Summit Commish at Summit SOM Pod and at Apollo NBA and at Apollo H-O-U. GM, we came back from last week from our brief, uh, brief hiatus, brief hiatus, and then we decided to come back strong with a, with a really good episode, and the Rockets are continuing to kind of pile upon the rumors and innuendo, no fabrication, no allegations, all fact moving forward for these Rockets because of the fact that Silas is not the coach anymore, but we're going to dive into all of these things, we're going to talk about coaching, uh, the coaching candidates, we're going to talk about the, we're going to talk, today Junior, we're going to talk about the coin toss between the Rockets and the Spurs and the uh, the importance behind that. And we're going to end the episode with some rumors. But I can't open any episode without checking in on my brother on a Tuesday evening. GM, how you doing today? Good, sir. Everything's good, man. Uh, what's today? Today is Tuesday. Tuesday. April the 19th. 18th. 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 Two days 19th. away from 420. Yes, that's true. Uh, shout, shout out to, out to our friend uh, Kobo's, you know. Uh, today oh, is not... Kobo's Barbecue Day. Is that today? That's today. Uh, I thought it was so tomorrow. Mayor Sylvester Turner named it. Today was, it was today. today. Was Kobo's, Kobo's Day. Shout outs yeah. to Kobo's. One time yeah, we, we watched the World Series there. We yeah, watched man. the clincher. Good friend of Apollo. Um, but yeah, man. Shout out to him. Um, it's 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 been a good week thus far. Uh, I took a Texas wine certification test this afternoon. It was not fun. I was gonna say, man, but I got it done. Talk about all the fun there. That's not fun. Oh, it's not fun. Not okay. fun well, at I'm all. I'm sorry. I do apologize. But for that. you know, um, it's done. It's over. Work is over. Time to hustle. Talk about our favorite team, America's team, the Houston Rockets. Right, Kamish. America's team, indeed. Well, that was Craig Ackerman's thing, right? Absolutely. But when he was still on the radio. Yep. Friend of the program. Absolutely. Craig Ackerman. We're gonna get him on the show at some point. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta make a phone call. Sometime again. Sometime I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get him at some point, guys. I'm gonna get Craig Ackerman back on the show again. So don't you worry. Guests will be a flowing in the future. I promise. So let's go ahead and and talk about. Uh, what's been going on in Houston Rockets country. There's been news almost every day in terms of the movement and pe- points and pieces here just because of the fact that the NBA playoffs have started. Um, but obviously the Rockets season had ended. But we want to talk about the coaches and the coaching candidates, but I want to open up this episode just because of the fact that it happened most recently. It just happened yesterday, and that was the coin toss that was really not talked about at all. And I guess if you're really not intertwined in... Maybe like Rockets Twitter, if you're not really on top of like 
Rocket's content, it's hard for you to really kind of get it and kind of understand it. But basically, the Rockets and Spurs had the had the worst uh, record or second worst record in the NBA. They had it tied, and then they yep. had to be there had to be a coin toss to basically uh, determine who was gonna have the second worst record and the third worst record. Jim, I want you to kind of explain to everyone who to our uh, to got some Similac behind the ears, the one that aren't really listening. They're listening. They're listening more with their uh, listen. What's that saying? Listen more with the ass as opposed to the ear. So, kind of let the people know what's what what's the importance of this coin toss, and more importantly, like what does this mean for the Rockets moving forward in terms of draft positioning? Well, essentially, us winning this coin flip increases our floor. So, essentially, if we lost the coin flip, the worst we could be is the seventh pick. With us winning this pick, essentially gives well, not with the pick, the probability having the quote unquote second worst record um, allows us to have the second most odds to get the number one pick and our floor would be pick number six and did I think that pick six is definitely a little bit better than pick seven in terms of quality of player it's a crapshoot the draft is definitely a crapshoot you never know you're gonna be Steph Curry was drafted what ninth or tenth or no he was drafted eighth drafted eighth yeah Uh, Damon Lillard was drafted ninth Mm -hmm. correct yeah eighth or ninth Uh, and you know those. Harrison t- Barnes was drafted tenth. Tw- uh, <laughs> I, I thought he was drafted fourth. Was I, don't re- drafted I don't. I don't. Fourth? I don't remember anymore. Twenty twelve draft was like you know, my favorite. James draft of Harden all time. was drafted third, behind Blake Griffin and Hashim, bringing gonna, the beat. I'm gonna. Dra- you know? I'm gonna so when, when, this when, while when you, when you put all of that together, the quality of players that we can select at six uh, is just a tad bit better. Obviously, the goal is to get a top two pick. And from what we have heard is that if the Rockets don't get a top two pick, there is definitely a possibility that they trade down or trade out completely. Can I say something real quick? Actually, can I say something really, really quick? Damian Lillard, if we get the worst pick, Damian Lillard would land in our lap. He was the sixth pick. Oh, Harrison man. Barnes See, I he was, better. was seven. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so okay. So we got, we got some stuff I to mean, work shout with. Shout out here. to Harrison Barnes. Light the beam. Like Harrison game. Barnes was, was 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 putting it in the bucket last hey, night. Man, they got the they Warriors. got some decisions that they got to make because yeah. this dude's a free agent, and I'm just rockets. I mean, you know, there's always room for one. Shout more. out to Houston's own De'Aaron Fox as well. A star was born last right, night. Right, right. And if they win that series, then there's a whole other level of stardom that's awesome. waiting for him. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So wait, so con- so let's circle back. What were you mm-hmm. saying in terms of? I didn't mean to cut you off. You were continuing to talk about like what the what what it like the floor being six. And the highest, obviously, being one. Yes. So, I mean, the floor being six essentially gives you the possibility of grabbing, you know, a higher quality of player. Granted, one pick between six and seven, obviously, there might be a little bit of a difference, um, especially if we were to hypothetically be at seventh instead of six. But it just essentially gives us the possibility to draft, uh, not draft, sorry, the opportunity to pick the player that we might want at that section. You know, you don't want it to be like, you don't want to leave it up to the other teams ahead of you. You know what I mean? So... Essentially, if we have pick six, what's the worst we can do? A Thompson twin, Jairus Walker, maybe. Well, um, yeah, that's the thing. When I I created the post on on our Instagram, I'll follow uh, some state of mind at summit state of mind underscore pod. We still have not. We <laughs> yeah. have grown so much, and we still have not equalized our damn Twitter AVI to match our Instagram. So I don't understand it. But anyways, so it is what it is, man. Yeah. So like the top six that I, ha- that were at least on the mock board would be Victor Wembanyama, Scoot Henderson, Brandon Miller, Amen Thompson, Jairus Walker, Cam Whitmore. Um, not a bad 
top six. And I think the fact that people aren't kind of realizing that because of this draft positioning, it's one pick, but the one pick, the one pick above seven is major because you're not guaranteed, you know, a top seven player that's coming out of the draft. You're guaranteed now a top six player. And I think especially with the positioning and the way that this draft is going to go, there's so many interchanging parts. It seems like the top three are kind of settling in here. Like Brandon Miller's stock is continuing to rise, but then like four, five, and six, it's kind of become a little interchangeable. I've seen Jairus Walker in and out of the top five. I've seen a Cam Whitmore in and out of the top five, top six even. So there's just these players, and we're not going to go into the draft, like the the players, we have future episodes for that, but like I'm just trying to get people to kind of understand also the the mindset and why this was so important about winning this coin toss. Mm-hmm. Out, uh, outside of the fact that, you know, you, you got these picks and you were able to kind of position yourself properly. And because of that, you're now guaranteed to get a top six player at the very least in this draft. And we're talking absolute floor here. But the ceiling is obviously to get, still get, Victor Wembanyama. Mm-hmm. So, of course. Okay, so let's go ahead. and So the coin toss, you pretty much explain the coin toss in its entirety. So people can yes. kind of understand the importance of it. I mean, I would hope so. I hope I explained it clearly enough. But, you know, if, you if, did. Wanted, if they still have more Similac sure. behind their ears, and that's not my issue. That's listening with their asses. Uh, listen with the asses instead of the ears. Let them know. I I'm mean, gonna, The Rock said boots to asses. I should turn that into a shirt. Not the boots to asses. That's already a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> boots to asses, and then uh, Punk had knees to faces. Oh, yes. I that remember was, that. that what funny. a shirt that was. We should get, like, an ass with two ears. With like no, a rockets with that. a rockets flag. Let's not do that. Holding a rockets flag. <laughs> if we if we just if we continue to make very bad decisions as a, as a as a team, I'll think about making that shirt into a thing. So, okay, so that wasn't the only coin toss that ended up happening. There was also a three way coin toss that uh, we don't need to go into depth to too much, but it did it did directly affect the Rockets. Uh, Miami did win the three way coin toss, which landed the Rockets the number twenty overall pick, which was the floor in terms of, I think they could gone as high as 17 and I think as low as 20. So mm-hmm. they ended up netting that 20th overall pick, but still not bad in terms of positioning and where they want to be. Um, it's supposedly, this is supposed to be one of the deeper drafts uh, in recent history. So the fact that you still have 20 moving from 30 to 20 is still a pretty big deal. You wouldn't say so, right? Oh, definitely. I mean, 10 picks ahead. Um, you know, that's definitely something that you can either possibly, if you do end up at six, package it together for a star like a Damian Lillard if that's a move that they want to make um I, doubtful I'm just throwing it out there um it, it means nothing but um the 20th pick overall is definitely a good pick but I would say the chances of us keeping it relatively low um I don't think Stone wants to keep another pick uh package the pick yeah package no, the pick. Well, I mean yeah package, package it with another the pick with a player package two to the get pick. a bet you know uh, certainly something to keep an eye on. Who knows? We'll see how it goes. But I just I don't imagine us keeping the number twenty um, pick. To be honest with you, bring me Jalen Brown, you cowards! <laughs> bring him to Houston, cowards! Says the guy who wants Harrison Barnes too. Bring Harrison too, you cowards! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jim, let's go ahead and talk about the mean details of this episode. Coaching candidates. We know that the Steven Silas era had officially ended about a week or two ago. But, you know, there's still so much work to be done now on the back end in terms of where this team culture is going to be moving into the future. We are officially moving on to phase two of this rebuild, hopefully the end of the rebuild. So I kind of want to 
break it down and kind of let, at least like keep you all informed on the official coaches that we have we have interviewed like for example we need to sans nick nurse out of the conversation because of the fact that he's still not released by the by the raptors and two there's no official word of an interview so like people are they're gonna say oh nick nurse this nick nurse that guy is like nick nurse isn't even on the board until at least he is definitely released from toronto he's still not on the board so exactly he doesn't count um whatever we heard in terms of hearsay does not matter until he is officially released. So, you know, like... Needs the fav- to get here. Yeah. I mean, the favorite right now, according to reports, is Frank Vogel. And Frank Vogel is certainly a solid coach. Um, I'm not sure if he's the guy that I would completely want, but I understand why. Right, right. He brings discipline. He coached a young Paul George, a um, budding star, Danny Granger, mm-hmm. who's able to... Um, what was it? Deshaun Steve? Was it Steve? Uh, Lance Stevenson, not Deshaun. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about old Orlando Magic Deshaun Stevenson. Right. Lance Stevenson, able to corral him, a guy like that, a young Roy Hibbert. Okay, he held those guys accountable in terms of defense. They made the Eastern Conference Finals what twice, and faced the Heat, and unfortunately lost both times. Right. Um, I get it in terms of what they're looking for. Correct. Absolutely, dude. You know, I totally get where you're coming from. So let me just go ahead and get these this list out, uh, just so people can kind of understand uh, what I, like exactly what I said earlier. Just kind of who's kind of on the board in terms of of Rockets coaches or potential Rockets coaches. Like we said earlier, uh, Nick Nurse is not on the board at all right now. So let's go ahead and scratch him off this list. These are official interviews that either happened or are going to happen. So Kenny Atkinson is one. Sam Cassell is another. We got Frank Vogel as the GM had stated. We had the Phoenix assistant Kevin Young who's been interviewed Adrian Griffin James Borrego and the last one but not the least one at least so far would be the GM's favorite coach Aimee Udoka who will be interviewed where this episode's coming out on Wednesday so it's it's gonna be interviewed today so I don't know when he's gonna be interviewed at some point but at some point today there will be a report that he had been interviewed and we'll see how far up the totem pole he makes I don't. So, GM, let's let me ask you this question right now because you already kind of you know touched up on Frank Vogel. This list here, you have a mixed bag of either really experienced coaches in terms of, um, like you said, Frank Vogel brought the Pacers to the conference finals, and then you also have like Kenny Atkinson, who's been around the league, disciplinarian, um, and then you have just young coaches. You know, Sam Cassell, who's never been a head coach before, kind of from the side, kind of kind of. Cut from the a similar cloth to a Silas, who's been an assistant for literally his entire coaching career, and then you got you know the other ones like Adrian Griffin, kind of the lower end of the totem pole. Where are we looking at in terms of like feasibility for coaching that it could possibly be like the next Rockets coach? Like where are we looking at in terms of like besides a Frank Vogel, for instance, because we had already stated like that Frank Vogel pretty much is the front runner. I think um, Tillman Fertitta is looking for a coach that essentially is someone that has been around the block in terms of dealing with veterans and also helping out rookies. Um, That's why I can see Kenny Atkinson being a possible option in terms of favorites to get the job. Um, Frank Vogel, obviously, for reasons I had stated earlier. Um, But at the end of the day, Ime Yodoka is certainly another piece to the puzzle that certainly has a possibility. Um, I don't know where he's ranked in terms of how a lot of people feel, but he is certainly someone from the Popovich tree, like I said in the last episode, 
that brings a lot of respect to the table. Granted, he has made mistakes, but at the end of the day, he is certainly someone that you cannot doubt his bas- his basketball acumen. Um, Sam Cassell, a personal favorite of mine, the guy that I wanted to take the job initially when Silas got it in 2020. Um, I feel like he is due. The question is, will it be this team? My opinion is no. Um, I just think that the team is doing their due diligence. That's why they're talking to all these assistant coaches in addition to coaches that have a nice reputation around yeah, like the league. More well-established, yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, I just think they want someone that can possibly change the culture in terms of defense. The team didn't really play defense very well. And someone that can hold these guys accountable. Um, when you bring that type of steadiness in terms of discipline to a team, then that's where good habits stem from. So when you bring in the these other guys, like an Atkinson, a Vogel, or possibly a Yudoka, that is something that certainly brings possibilities to this team. Where the team is leaning, obviously we've heard Vogel, but that can change tomorrow after the Yudoka interview. Do we you do know right that now, be... Vogel did already interview twice, I believe, correct? Yeah, he did two, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. What would you so you your opinion? You, what you think right now is that, and based on what you've heard, it would be Vogel, right? That would be considered the front runner so far. Absolutely. I mean, just based on reports that we have seen all over Twitter, news articles, uh, it seems like Vogel is the guy. If you were to say today at April eighteenth at seven thirty in the evening, it seems like he will be that person. But you know, when it pertains to other interviews and if Nick Nurse decides I'm leaving on Thursday, then things will change. Um, but as of this moment, I would say definitely Vogel's definitely the guy that they're probably zoning in on. The question is when. If I were to be a betting man, I put my money on Atkinson actually. I don't know why. I, mean, I, I just I just no, no, and it's not like I don't know. There's just a. I have a feeling that for some reason, if Vogel doesn't work out, if for some reason Aimee Udoka doesn't work out. Now, granted, I know like people want him personally, like you, you included. I know that there's like all this other crap on the side that their team is gonna have to deal with. They wouldn't interview him unless they've done background checks. Obviously, so Udoka. Yeah, Udoka. Yes. So yeah, I would think that after the interview Wednesday, he would be considered a front runner. But like, if these coaches that these pipe dream coaches, like a Nick Nurse or or, Nudo, or possibly Nudoka, don't work out, I could, I could, man, I could see Kenny Atkinson. I could see him getting it just because, like Vogel and Atkinson are cut from a similar cloth. Like their offenses are a little, kind of a little broken. Like they're not, they're not, uh, ev- they're not revolutionary offensive sets that they're running. But two things that they provide the table are, you know, a disciplinarian mindset. And a tough, hard-nosed defense, a la, like you said, I think the episode before you said, a la, like a Jeff Van Gundy, would be providing for this team, which is the two, I think, the two cases that they sorely need right now. We know that they can put the ball through the hoop. Yeah. We know that they have enough, maybe, offensive firepower outside of maybe consistent three-point shooting. Mm-hmm. But we know what they can bring to the table. I think, if they, you know, gun to my head, I would just put money on Kenny Atkinson. I think Kenny Atkinson will be the coach if... This, if they can't work it out with a Nick Nurse or if they can't work it out with a Aimee Udoka, I think that honestly, at the end of the day, 
it might just be Kenny Atkinson. I'm just kind of preparing myself. Not even like, hey, I, you know, I'm not the flag bearer of the Kenny Atkinson fan club. I'm just kind of saying, like, I'm kind of getting ready for this uh, reality. <laughs> it's as mean as that sounds. I'm not trying to be mean about it. But. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you know, Kenny Atkinson is certainly somebody just, that has breeded a form of He's discipline. a bridge, though. Yeah, yeah that's the perfect way to say episode. it. We said it the last episode. He's a bridge. You know, like... He might not be able to lead you to an NBA championship, but he'll definitely put you in the right direction. That'll get you to that point. Um, but we'll see. Who knows, man? I mean, Kenny Atkinson, I'm not against it. He is not my top choice. Right. But he is also a coach that I would be okay with. Frank Vogel, I'd be okay with it. You know, Sam Cassell, I'd be a little iffy, but I love Sam, you know, and I, I would it. I would lean into it. Would you would you okay, okay, scenario. Scenario. Yeah. Would you would you maybe possibly if Harden loves Cassell, like like the report state. Cassell I, is let, an assist- I would not let Harden pick the coach. But oh okay, well okay, well let's take him out of the table then. Cassell is an assistant. The the like the head assistant. Who? Cassell. Oh, yeah. As the head assistant. To? No, that's what I'm saying. No, that was my whole point. I was like, since oh, okay. Harden has a connection with Cassell, yeah. if Harden says, I want Cassell, you want me, I'm going to bring Cassell. I mean, it depends on the relationship with the coach. But, I mean, I would love to see Cassell um, on the bench for the Rockets. Him, Mahmoud Abdel Fattah, John Lucas, with a Yudoka nurse or a Kenny Atkinson and I think or that's, Frank Vogel. And I think you're right, amazing. though. I think that's why a lot of people want Nick Nurse because of his relationship with Mehmet Abdul Fattah, right? That that would be the um, idea that, because I they no, no, I mean, no, no, no. I think that isn't that what the report I, had stated that there is like because they have a relationship. They do in have the, a relationship in Rio I Grande. I don't think they worked together. I thought they did. Oh, did they not? I don't believe so. Um, I don't know how long Abdel Fattah was there for. I don't remember. I might be wrong, but I do know that Abdel Fattah has been there, but not as long from the point from when uh, Nick Nurse was down there. Um, but is that something that we can lean on? Absolutely. That is definitely something that I would love to lean on in terms of having a give me assistant. the assistant Cassell man assistant yeah, Cassell and then if shit hits the fan fire that coach and bring on head coach Cassell <laughs> <laughs> yeah man I have uh, seen the vision absolutely I mean him Mahmoud um I'd be okay with that those guys being like the guys that are the finishing touch wait hear me out hear me out. Bring back Mike D'Antoni as an assistant. Oh God! You That's, could let, keep. I, I'm you could keep train. Frank Vogel or Kenny Atkinson, and now you have a revolutionary offensive coach. Sure. I mean, I feel like that could be something that could be a possibility. You know what I mean? That, yeah, Would D'Antoni be okay with going to? Yeah, back to a team, team yeah. that he was the head coach of and be the and assistant. Be assistant? Probably not. Yeah, I don't know how I feel. Now that's apples to I, that is apples to oranges, but I am just throwing out the dream scenario. Shouts to Akeem one time. That's what I just want to just try to give my love. Just trying to give my love. Hey man, I'm I'm okay with it. And Can I you get imagine it. a Mike D'Antoni with a with you know playing offensive sets with Jalen? Yeah. Jabari Smith would average like eighteen. He'd be like a defensive, like sh- sharp shooting Ryan Anderson. Bro, wait, wait a minute. Are we comparing Ryan Anderson to Jabari? I'm saying Jabari can become that efficient from the three-point line. Wait, no, I'm triggered now. In addition no, no, to no. his defense. Did you just compare Jabari, <sighs> I am him, Smith? I'm just saying. To Ryan Anderson? I'm saying in terms of just strictly shooting. Okay? Strictly shooting. Jabari Smith Jr. is on a whole other level in terms of defense. But in terms of shooting 
and being put in the position to make three-point shots at a high clip in a Mike D'Antoni offense, yes, I think that he can shoot as well I'm, as a Ryan Anderson. I'm plucking my eyebrow hair as we speak because I'm so frustrated right now. I cannot believe I am episode 159 into the show and you just compared Ryan... Shooting-wise, not defensively. To Man. Jabari, I am him, Smith. Jabari, I am him slash legend, Smith. God. My God, just, wow, I've heard it all. I've officially heard it all on this show. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, I knew exactly what you meant. I'm just, I just like, uh, I just like causing drama. Anytime you put Jabari's name in a sentence, I, and this goes not, not just the gym, this goes to everybody. If you're especially around me, you better choose your words wisely. Because I will come, I will, I will come out full fisticuffs on y'all. I'm very protective of my son. I'm very protective of my son. So I can go full-blown fisticuffs. Give it to me 1800 style. I can give it to you Afro Thunder. Just, just tell me how you want it. I'll give it to you any which way. GM, let's go ahead and uh, and move on. So the coaching, you know, there, at least as of right now, as of April 18th, you know, the head coach, there's no head coach. As of right now, Frank Vogel is the front runner, but that is like still not an official report either. Mm. So it seems like the Rockets are really kind of taking their time. They're jumping on it as they should, but they're also taking their time, and they really, really should. But like I said earlier, betting man, um, if if I'm Tillman Fertitta, most likely he's going to want a big name. So these assistants are all probably going to be pulled off the table. It'll be a big. It'll be a big name. So. That would be I mean, my. That sounds right? very much like how a Tillman Fertitta operates. No, hundred percent. Especially when, and, and I'm you know he's getting. I'm sure he's getting tired of losing. So, GM, let's go ahead and move forward. Speaking of you know losing and the and coaching to coach, you have to have players. And there's been some moving parts in terms of what this Rockets team is doing or maybe doing in free agency. The hot stove hasn't even began to boil yet because it's still playoffs, but my God, we can't food prep. This seems like the Rockets are food prepping at the very least. They're getting ready to... T- the stove isn't on yet, but they're food prepping from the looks of it. They're ready. They're they getting ready. ready. They're getting ready for the meal, which is going to be, you know, draft and free agency because GM, there's there's a lot of stuff happening. GM, I, I, I want you to be the one to kind of just let the people know. Like, what, what have we heard as of at least within the last week? There's one big one. But just kind of tell the people what we've heard so far. Like, what's been happening with the Rockets in terms of uh, players? Well, from what we have heard is uh, the possibility of a certain Boston Celtic possibly arriving to the city of space. And uh, that is certainly something that could definitely help this team. Uh, Jalen Brown's name has surfaced in terms of rumor mill. Uh, Bill Simmons mentioned it passively. I don't know how credible that man is. I mean, he's credible, but he also has a strong disdain for the city. Um, it goes both ways. Um, I really, really like Jalen Brown. Um, obviously, he does have certain qualities of his play that can be limited, but I think that with what he brings in terms of his offensive acumen, his passing, um, defense, as long as he's not handling the ball too much, allow that to be Jalen and uh, Kevin Porter Jr.'s job. Um, I feel like he can definitely be a great player around these guys. <clears throat> but the only thing I have concerns about with Jalen Brown 
is that it, it feels like he sees himself as a star and he might be the guy that might possibly want to be the number one option on a team. And in this team, yeah, he would probably be that number one option when he arrives. But how soon until Jalen Green takes the mantle? He was the number one option this year. But how soon until Jalen Green takes over Jalen Brown? You know, what do you think, Ken? Uh, you know, the thing is, is the name Jalen Brown is more than enough to whet the appetite in terms of uh, bringing a, some star power into Houston, not name James Harden. Mm-hmm. So I, I get it from that mindset. And believe me, like when I heard that, I was shocked. Um, well, first, before I talk about wanting Jalen Brown, I just want to address that report as well uh, that Bill Simmons had said. Bill Simmons, like the GM said, doesn't like Houston. People are saying that, you know, there's really no merit to what Bill Simmons said, but Bill Simmons is also a diehard Celtics fan. So why why out of any why out of any team, out of the twenty nine other teams in the league, does he have to name drop one yeah, team in particular? I wonder if he's heard anything. To That's be what I'm saying. Like people are saying, Oh, you know, I've heard reports of bigger Rockets Twitter names. I'm not mentioning any names, but I'm just saying like people are saying, Oh, I don't believe uh Bill Simmons report, he doesn't know anything. Guys, he's act like he's the ringer's guy. And on top of that, He's a huge Celtics fan. Yeah, he has friends in that he organization. He certainly voted Evan Mobley as <laughs> Defensive Player of the Year. Future Boston Celtic Evan Mobley. Oh god! But apparently that's what he wants. So I'm just kind of like I'm just kind of saying like I think there's more merit than meets the eye that with people. People are saying like, oh no, I don't think it's anything. It may not be anything, but I think there's more credit to this than people are saying why else would he throw that in it just seems random like it just seems way too random in my opinion to just throw that name out to throw the rockets name out just like that yeah i think he heard seems something credible i think he heard something is there a possible reunion with Imi udoka and jalen brown we don't know so that's something to obviously keep an eye out for but in terms of me wanting him personally um i do want him it also depends on but like also who, who's coming in like that's the thing like is Harden still on the table? Is are we getting the number one overall pick? Is it number two? Do we get Scoot Henderson? You know, if we have a lock in on Jalen Brown, do we decide to go Brandon Miller instead? It's like there's so many like moving parts right now that it that like I would love to have him on our team. Just one for star power, two for defensive purposes. He would just change. I just imagine like a Frank Vogel or Kenny Atkinson or even a Nick Nurse that comes onto the Rockets, and or I'll, I'll throw I'll put Ami Doka into the equation as well, and then get someone like a Jalen Brown with this team who is just literally the worst team in the NBA, mm-hmm. worse than perimeter defense. Le- have left so many wide open threes, like they either broke the record or were close to history in terms of breaking the record in terms of uh, wide open threes. That they've given up. That's like not this very good. Rockets team is horrendous. So what Jalen Brown brings to the table here is, I mean, exactly what the Rockets need and leadership. And Jalen Brown is a veteran. And at least in today's in this team on the Rockets team, he would instantly be the guy. He'd be the veteran. Definitely. But, but what you're saying on the back end is what's also on the back of my mind. He wants to be the guy. He wants to be the stud. He wants to be the star. But then we have a cornerstone in Jalen Green. And Jalen Brown is not is still young enough to where it's like, oh, shit. Well, he believes in his talent. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And then, then on the back end, GM, if he comes in, 
He's got one year left on his deal. Mm-hmm. So what are we doing then? Is is yeah. he guaranteed to resign? Are we putting all our eggs into one basket on a guarantee that he's going to resign? Or is he going to play out the season and test free agency? That's guys. That's what I'm saying. Like it's not a matter of like, oh, we want this guy. We want player X to come onto the team. This is an NBA 2K guys. This is like, mm-hmm. imagine how tough this is for Stone right now. Yeah. That if there is a call on the table for mm-hmm. a Jalen Brown. Yeah. You got to think about your draft pick. You got to think about the contract at the end of his uh, tenure. You have to think about who's coming in. Mm-hmm. Who? What about the? What about the veterans on top of it? So you know, true. I would love Jalen Brown if Harden is off the table. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would be okay with Jalen Brown with Harden, but no, you know, no, not with, the, we but, talked about this. I know, not enough I know, ball to go I around know, obviously, GM. Obviously. Not enough ball. I will tell you this though: the one thing that we do know is that if Jalen Brown were to come to Houston, he would certainly improve the team. And let me tell you this. His stats right now, 18 points, three rebounds, two assists. If you were on prize picks today and place your bet on Jalen Brown, his points, rebounds, and assists, you might have gotten the over. And let me tell you why. If you went on prize picks today and placed a deposit of up to $100 and placed the code apollo in there price picks would match it up to a hundred dollars and let me tell you that if you did that then you would have some extra money in your pocket to make let me tell you man daily fantasy sports is a thing use the code apollo go to price picks why did you have to wait till the 32nd minute to give that because it, know, it, it, I, would I, only, it would only it would only work when we talk about players in the playoffs and jalen brown is the guy yeah, he is the guy. Okay. Am I okay. wrong? I fell off this table. Like, I fell. We are sitting. I'm, we're talking. Great conversation at, at, at a table right now in our studio. And I and I fell down. Like, I fell. Hey, man. Today, today was a discounted Taco Tuesday on prize picks. And if you didn't take advantage of that, that's on you. Probably should record it on Monday, then. <laughs> Note for future reference. <laughs> hey, man. I mean, you know what? It's okay. It's okay. It's okay, because you can still sign on to Price Picks right now. Exactly. And then you got until Friday. Flex Friday's coming around. You get you got that. Yeah, you got that. Flex Friday. I can flex like John Wall one time for the people. I can I can Dougie one time for the people. Former Rocket Legend John Wall style. So, GM, there's you know, Jalen Brown obviously being one of one of the obviously just tops in terms of players. There is also the possibility of a there is a rumor, a possible rumor that the Rockets could throw some money towards a certain Grizzlies way, Grizzly players way. My favorite Grizzly, your favorite Grizzly, Stone Cold Dylan Brooks. <laughs> oh man, Dylan my, Brooks, my could, favorite Grizzly. The Rockets could throw some money Dylan Brooks's way. I mean, I, I, I understand. I'm not a big fan of Dylan Brooks, but I know what he brings to the table. Why? Just a taller Patrick Beverly? Essentially. And I'm not he brings paying 100 he, million for that. He brings bro. I'm sorry. attitude I'm to not the pay, team. I'm not if paying 100 million for that. If he's 100 million, then that's that's a hard no for me, dog. But, you know, if the, if he's affordable and he fits in the terms of the plans that Rafael Stone and Tillman Fertitta are trying to push in um in aligning with the new head coach, then I respect it. I'm all about the team being better. Would but you, I will tell you this. Yeah. Just not a fan of Dylan Brooks. But if he does come in, I will root for him. 
because he is our player. I'm not throwing 100 million at Dylan Brooks, and you can't. If make you me throw 100 million at Dylan Brooks, that you there's, a, question there's, your a, there's sanity, a, there's my a, guy. There's a problem. You got to question your sanity. There is a big problem. Would there. you throw 100 million at Cam Johnson? Yes, absolutely. Oh, I would okay. throw 100 million at Cam Respect. Johnson. Respect. Absolutely. My dream, my dream scenario here. All right, Kenny. My Hakeem the Dream. Put it out there and bring it to the clouds. My Hakeem the Dream scenario that by July 10th, by July 10th, Victor Wimbanyama, Houston Rocket. Justin, hey, by the time, Justin, by the time I say, uh, Justin, by the time I say, uh, when I say a player's name, you need to do the Uso thing. Lockdown. (laughs) All right, so. Lockdown. So, 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 all right, so we got one. All right, here we go, here we go. So, by July 10th, Victor Wimbanyama. Oh yeah, <laughs> James Harden. What you saying, Oos? Cam Johnson. Bring it. Patrick Beverly. Damn, throw that one up, baby. <laughs> not one lockdown. <laughs> I'm not gonna be locked down, man. I'm not What's a lockdown lock defender. Lockdown. Okay. Anyways, so those four. Would... Connect the dots, Oos. Okay. <laughs> Who's am I the host or are you talking to the people? I'm talking to you, bro. Oh, okay. Well, I'm <laughs> connecting the dots. I'm putting the dots together as we speak. I know. I was bringing anticipation. Bringing anticipation to Home the run. story. And Sorry. the Rockets just gave up a solo shot. You mean the Astros? Sorry. <laughs> now, nah, when the Astros lose, we all lose. So, yeah, the Rockets in turn gave a solo shot as well. So, and the Texans. And in some form or fashion, the Dynamo. So, I would love. That would like be the dream scenario. I like, and the funny thing is, is all four players could you could feasibly make them all rocket players because that Cam Johnson contract is still not a max contract. You well, could I still mean, pay Harden a max, yeah. and you could still fit in Cam Johnson. You could pay Patrick Beverly the MLE, maybe even less, and you could still drive women Yaman one. <laughs> That's certainly something. That's I insane. mean, Patrick Beverly back in Houston, I don't know how I'd feel about it. I want him, I just want him there for the attitude. I want him here for the attitude. And you got to admit, GM, as much as we don't, like, as much as, you know, Patrick Beverly's gotten under the skin of, of us and, and of other teams in, in general, you can't question one thing about him. It's a positivity he brings to the locker room. He, like, he just, he just, he generates some, toughness. He generates toughness. To a degree, and he always finds ways, even if he doesn't make the playoffs like he was in the play-in, he always finds ways to make it in no matter what. And you need that when when you know when the chips are down. So I don't mind him being on the team as like a bat as maybe a backup or a spot minute guy, 15, 20 minutes even. Yeah. I just think he provides a toughness on the bench that this team sorely needs. Could you imagine him next to like Atari Eason, for instance? Oh man, I'd Dude. love to see that. That'd Come on be now. absolutely locked down. Next to Usman yeah, Garuba. Count, 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 count the, uh, the Usos. Locked down. Yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. And then Usman Garuba on top of that. So I, I'm looking forward to kind of saying. But, Jim, I talk about my dream scenario. What, what's the dream scenario for you? Man, to I be honest give, with you, I haven't, even, player. I haven't even hit thought about with, it. Hit me with your players and I'll, and I'll, and I'll, 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 my, I'll return, I'll return the favor. Gosh. I'll pop and I'll sell for you. Let's go. Bring me Kevin Durant. Lockdown. <laughs> I don't know, man. To be completely transparent. Like, dream scenario for me, Ime Yadok is the head coach. Lockdown. Uh, I don't want James Harden back. Let him know, Oos. Um, Scoot Henderson. One time. Uh, Jalen Green becomes an all-star. Yeet! We win 37 games Lockdown. That's my dream. Lockdown. That's what I want. Lockdown. Um, who we sign? 
Honestly, I don't care. Lockdown. Cam Johnson. Lockdown. Traded all for Mikhail Bridges. Lockdown. I don't know. Like to be honest with you. Lockdown. Um, if if Damian Lillard becomes available. Lockdown. Do you take Dame Lillard? Oh. Okay. Uh, yeah, sure. And the offer is. I'll take him. Is yeah. feasible. Um, you uh, yeah, know. I would. I would. Mm, okay. I, I hate the fact that Harden is like on the table right now because like it's just it's killing a lot of stuff for me. But the question uh, for me, it's mostly Could like, you do you want to inject new blood or old blood? You know, you ready? Ready for the ultimate dream scenario? Go for it. Damian Lillard, Jalen Brown. Because you could that? fit. Yes, Jalen Brown's on a one year. Okay, you'd have to extend him if you trade him. Yeah, I know. Trade for him. You have to extend him. But you're trading. But then actually, that's pipe pipe dream scenario because you can't. Uh, you you're trading. Trade you're both. trading for both. It's probably not going to happen. Definitely you're literally not. mortgaging all of your future for that. I would prefer that you get one player. You trade for one player and then you sign someone like a Cam Johnson in free agency. Uh, right? Exactly. That's you know, the dream what, scenario. What the odds of the Nets um, matching. Who knows? I mean, they have the contract of Ben Simmons still there. Mikhail Bridges is, is is making some money, so there's a lot happening in that organization and a lot of money that they cannot spend. So Cam Johnson seems like a certainly a way feasible, uh, especially if Rafael Stone gets creative in terms of offering a contract that could possibly not entice the Nets, right? So. Poison pill that hoe. Fuck it. I would poison pill the <laughs> f out but, of you that know, contract. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I I do definitely want Cam Johnson. I'm not opposed to that. Absolutely not. Um, you know, I just want I, I want us to move forward. I want us to win, but I hate to say like to be picky about the way I want us to win. I still low key want to build from the ground up. You know, and that's kind of how it is. Um, but at the end of the day, we are not so certain. Anything can happen. This offseason is the most important offseason of Rafael Stone's career, Tillman Fertitta's um, time as an owner. Uh, this head coach bringing in vets, the possibility of not getting a top two pick, there's a lot on the table. So who knows what can happen, man. But at the end of the day, as fans, man, all we can do is sit and wait, be patient, and be hopeful that the Rockets make the correct decisions. There will be fans that won't view things uh, as patiently as others. But you know what? It's all good. The three years have been like 84 years. Oh, though, man. So like, I'm, I'm, come I'm, I'm on, dude, hoping. We still have people that are talking about Silas on Twitter. I know. Like, and to this caping day. on people saying that, like, you know, like, oh, Nick Nurse is not your guy. He's not good. Well, the fact yeah, of the matter like is that Nick Nurse. Well, Nick Nurse is a. Well, Nick Nurse is stylist. Well, but Nick Nurse at the end of the day is still like. Uh, that's the know. thing. Like he's still not on the table. Like that's the only thing I, I gotta say is I'm like, dude, Nick Nurse is not even on the table right now. Like I'll I'll fuel the rumor mill. All I'm saying is but that he's I'm not saying even on the certain table. people in Rock's Twitter are crazy. Yeah, that part's true. <laughs> so okay, all right. Let's go ahead and uh, end this episode here before we say something that uh, that gets us canceled. Let's go ahead and end the episode right now. GM, another great episode, episode 159, officially in the books. Keep chugging along on this offseason. I'm, like I said, I think I said in the last episode, I'm truly excited. I can't wait. This is really exciting stuff that's happening within the Rockets organization right now. I just, you know, like you just mentioned like a minute ago, biggest offseason of their careers up to this point. Let's mm-hmm. see what kind of magic they have in their hat, and let's see if they can make these uh, these dreams into reality. 
That's all I can hope for in terms of being a Rockets fan as pseudo Rockets media to be able to hope the best for my team and to hope that we are fine, finally trending in the right direction and finally getting out of the goddamn cellar dwell. So that's all I have to say about that, GM. Let's go ahead and end the episode. Oh, I was going to ask you about any last thoughts. Do you have any last thoughts before we close? Um, no, you know, um, Emi Adoka is interviewing tomorrow. Um, They're going to say know, future Rockets. The playoffs I mean, are okay. alive and well. I'm definitely excited to watch good basketball on the TV. So it's been nice considering that as opposed to watching the Rockets. So Absolutely. So, yeah. GM, go ahead and uh, give it to him one time. The sign-off <laughs> as the producer gives us the go-home cue here. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at JP underscore Mirabueno for all of your Rockets content and Houston Dynamo and Dash content. I will be at the game tomorrow at Shell Energy Stadium for the Dash. Tomorrow is 713 night for your Dash playing KC. It is $7 tickets, uh, $1 hot dogs, and $3 beers. So come on through, have some fun. I'll be there. So if you guys see me, say what's up. I'll be in the press box. Um, follow me on, follow us, sorry, follow us on Twitter at Summit, S-O-M-P-O-D. Follow us on Instagram at Summit State of Mind underscore P-O-D. And follow the fam, our friends, our brothers at Apollo NBA and at Apollo H-O-U. And you can give me a follow as well on Twitter at summit commission as i'm covering all content not just rockets content we're also covering dynamo content i'm doing photography for the dynamo so go ahead and check that out as well as my work with the mcdonald's all american and you knows there may be some more future games that we will be covering that i will be covering in the future so keep an eye out for that as the producer gives the goal we just appreciate each and every one of y'all that continue to support us and our show and support uh, the Apollo Podcast Network. Shout-outs to them as well. Just continuing to kill the game. The crown jewel of Astros Podcast. Shout-outs to BTD Beyond the Diamond. Shout-outs to Apollo Texans continuing to kill it. Be- uh, was it uh, off the gridiron? I was saying beyond the gridiron. Off the gridiron. I've never messed that up before. Wow, that's the first time I've ever messed up my sign-off. Yeah. I did wrong <laughs> uh go ahead and uh shout outs also to the one take podcast led by our good friend dex where they uh you know they offer all things pop culture in terms of reviews are continuing to kill it with their content with a future slur of of movies that are coming out throughout the summer i can't even begin to divulge that because we'll just be here the rest of the night but, you know, if you need anything in terms of pop culture reviews, music, TV shows, anything of that nature, that should be your first listen. But we do appreciate each and every one of y'all for continuing to let our Rocket Show be your first listen in terms of all Rockets content. And we will continue to pour these episodes out as the news and the stove continue to pour in. And we can't wait to continue to get this out here. May 16th is the official date for the draft lottery that's our next big circle on the calendar so keep an eye out for that there may be something in the works there and let's go ahead and end this episode as we end every episode go oh man i see i'm flubbing all my lines go summit <laughs> go apollo and for the love of all of all that is good and mighty rafael stone please boss go rockets the summit for, 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 for life